educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, hello and happy Monday. Welcome aboard. We're delighted that you chose to tune us in. I know you got a lot of other options on a Monday afternoon, but uh, hey, glad you're here. It is uh, 5.09 on Monday, January 22nd. And hey, it's a heat wave. <laughs> if, you, if you have invested in a car wash or wiper fluid, this might just be your week. I'll tell you what. Uh, coming up in just a second, uh, flat water free press day, but without... Mr. Matthew Hansen, uh, we've got the boss in the uh, on the line here today. Mr. Matt Wynn, Executive Director of Nebraska Journalism Trust, will join us in a moment, and former State Senator Adam Morfeld will also join us. A big, a big, exciting project that Civic Nebraska and uh, Flatwater Free Press, uh, Nebraska Journalism Trust, have cooked up together. So we'll be with both of those gentlemen in just a second. Uh, yeah, let's build up instead of tear down. Truth over tribalism, uh, principle. Over partisanship. How about that? That's a unique uh, uh, concept. Before we get along any further, though, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny, happy Monday. Dan, happy Monday to you, too. I I keep wanting to talk about myself and what I have to look forward to because I'm, you know, as we were talking off air, I'm getting anxious, but. This is a Dan Parsons show. It's not the Johnny Cadillac show, so I'll let you have your show. Well, you're very kind. And, yeah, we missed you on Friday, but somehow we survived uh, without you. And uh, uh, anyway, and and I am not even going to mention uh, Chris Lofgren's uh, teasing you about the Kansas City Chiefs. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, anyway, your team uh, – your team um, – well, you're, you're anti-Kansas City Chiefs. I've never really asked you why, but... Uh... Hey, oh, there's a variety of reasons. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think, honestly, and it's nothing... Grillmaster Chris is my friend, uh, but a lot of why I don't like the Chiefs is their fan base. And uh, there, there's a lot more reasons than just that, but that is one of them. Um, it was not a good weekend for me, football-wise, because, <laughs> yes, the Chiefs won. Grillmaster Chris just happens to be stretching in the background here, showing his bogus <laughs> Chiefs jacket over there. Yeah, well, and, uh, and, he's on the outside looking in. And so. it was it was hard because the Packers lost. I'm a Packers fan. Oh, that's right. It was and, the uh, double whammy for you. It, it, it was My nice. condolences. And, well, thank you. That's I, why I, so I had to tell 49ers fans is... Uh, that they should not have struggled as much as they did against the seventh seed. And so, I mean, yes, they got the win, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm so confident for San Francisco necessarily going forward. But if it's, if it's San Francisco and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, I'm, my, I'm rooting for San Francisco. <laughs> Even if it's San Francisco against Baltimore, I'm rooting for San Francisco. Yeah, but yeah, well, we'll see how well, things we'll, play we'll, out. We'll keep, we'll keep track of that. Some good football coming up. Um, well, let's get right into this. This is an exciting project I want to talk about. Um, uh, just last week, uh, the Nebraska Journalism Trust, which is the parent company of Flatwater Free Press, announced that they are teaming up with Civic Nebraska uh, to relaunch uh, Documenters. So we're going to talk about that. So welcome onto the phone lines, Mr. Matt Wynn, Executive Director of Nebraska Journalism Trust, uh, which launched and funds Flatwater Free Press. Uh, Matt, welcome aboard. Hey, Dan. Hey. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, Appreciate good. it very much. Of course. Thank you. You know that it, be here. it was about a year ago that uh, I talked you into doing a podcast with me, if you remember <laughs> that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, here we are uh, a year later. I I had to set that podcast aside because I got this new one that, you know, is also a, a broadcast <laughs> every yeah, day. Right. So anyway, uh, it's good to have you on, my friend. And let me introduce uh, Mr. Adam Morfeld. Uh, Adam, of course, a former state senator. Uh, and Adam is executive director and founder of Civic Nebraska, a political advisor and attorney. Uh, Senator, welcome aboard. Hey, Dan. It's great to be back on the show again. Absolutely. It's great to have you, Adam, and and what an exciting project. So let's just uh, dive into it. Matt, you want to uh, launch us and, and talk about uh, Documenters. It's an innovative yeah. model that uh, uh, that you've uh, latched onto, and so uh, let's let's dive into it. Yeah, so Documenters... You know, uh, as with all things that we do that I'm really excited about, we didn't make this up. <laughs> we just copied and pasted. Documenters is a national organization. They're in 15 cities around the country, uh, and Omaha's one of them. So this is a, a, a program that trains and pays people, right, high schoolers, college students, retirees, employed folks looking for a, a civic side hustle to show up to public meetings and just kind of document what they hear, what they see, uh, everything from, you know, debate on a liquor license or something like that to a city councilman falling asleep. It's all fair game for a documenter. Um, and then those, those things can be turned into right front line journalism, which is what really excites me and why we're involved in this project. That's awesome. And so Adam, how does uh, civic Nebraska fit into this project? Well, our big goal is to work with these new documenters and make it so that they understand they have the tools and resources to understand how to navigate systems in their community you know, the wonky term to it is systems literacy, but a lot of times when something's wrong in someone's community, not by any fault of their own, they just don't know who to go to or what to do. So sometimes when I was a state senator, there would be a problem with a sidewalk um, down the street, and people would call me as a state senator and say, hey, we really need to get the sidewalk fixed. And, you know, I would help them out, get them connected with their city councilor or the mayor's office or something like that. But our goal is to make it so that when things happen, whether they're a documenter or they're working with somebody else in their community or attending this public meeting or hearing, that they understand the systems in their community. They understand how to navigate it, where to go when there's issues. So our goal is going to be helping train them up to understand those systems, how things work, how the public meetings that they're attending builds into the larger picture in their community. Um, and then also if they want to get more involved down the road, whether they're an independent, a Democrat, a Republican, we don't care what party they are. We also want to point them in the right direction on how they can get more involved. That's really cool. Well, uh, Matt, when um, Nebraska Journalism Trust, maybe just kind of give us uh, the, the broad picture of uh, the parent organization and then uh, uh, the, the spinoffs uh, from Nebraska yeah. uh, Journalism Trust. Sure. Uh, since the beginning, our mission has been to kind of plug news gaps as they arise, right? Everyone understands that journalism is kind of uh, going through some stuff, and we want to be there to help. So Flatwater Free Press is our first volley. Uh, and that's, I'm an investigative reporter by trade. That's what I love. That's where my heart is. And so it makes sense that we would start there. We quickly uh, moved into the space with Silicon Prairie News, which serves an entrepreneurial yeah. tech ecosystem across uh, the entire state of Nebraska. Um, and that's been just it, what I liked about that is it was such a way to serve a community in a way that a lot of people don't think, right? That is a community. They're very defined. They know who each other are. They're always looking for information about each other. Uh, and you can't really pin them down to a geography. So that was kind of, it's an interest-based community, in other words. So that was a really cool thing there. 
documentaries is kind of somewhere in the middle, right? Is it, is it statewide? No. It's intensely local. It's starting in Omaha, and then we'll quickly grow up from there to other uh, cities and communities across the state. Um, and it just fits. If you think about all of these things can inform each other, can lead to better questions, can lead to better journalism, can lead to better stories. And all that serves to, to lift up the best parts about this place that we call home. Absolutely. <clears throat> Adam, we've got about uh, 30, 40 seconds here before we have to take a break. It's not a hard break, so take your time. But uh, maybe give our <laughs> listeners uh, the quick elevator speech uh, of, of Civic Nebraska. Yeah, so Civic Nebraska is an organization to create a more modern, robust democracy for all Nebraskans. So what that means is we have um, during the day and after school programs where young people identify what are the things I love, what are the things I want to change, and then they go out and do something about it. Same thing with adults. And then also when people are engaged in their community and their society, we want to make sure that they know what they need to be able to vote, to be able to get involved, get engaged. So that's really what Civic Nebraska does. And uh, we do it across the state. You bet. Okay, guys, if you can hang on, we're going to take this quick little break and come back and continue this conversation with Matt Wynn and Adam Morfeld. Come on back. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, and welcome back to the Monday edition. Thanks for tuning in. It is uh, every Monday, as you know. We invite our friends at Flatwater Free Press to check in with us. And uh, Matthew Hansen, the executive director, or, um, excuse me, uh, the editor of Flatwater Free Press, uh, has the day off. But, hey, we've got the boss in the house and uh, a former state senator. So we're, I think we're doing okay. But uh, uh, I appreciate it very much. Uh, Matt Wynn, executive director of Nebraska uh, Journalism Trust, the parent organization of Flatwater, and Mr. Adam Morfeld, uh, executive director and founder of Civic Nebraska, and of course, former two-term state senator from right here in Lincoln. And, and we're chatting about this great project that they are teaming up, uh, Nebraska Journalism Trust and Civic Nebraska, uh, documenters, an innovative model that trains and pays community members uh, to uh, show up to public meetings uh, and document what they see. So, um, so Matt, now this is uh, a program. Uh, uh, I think you mentioned it, or I read in the in the in the story that uh, has been around since 2018. Uh, now in 15 cities across the country, and uh, yeah, you're going to recruit and pay people to sit in meetings and document uh, what they see and hear. Yeah, that's that's the idea. I mean, it's hard to uh, it's hard to make it any more elaborate than it is because it's pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> um, what, what's what's also really exciting about this though, and the reason why I'm excited to team up with Civic Nebraska and some of our other partners, right? Uh, Open Sky, Platt Institute, uh, League of Women Voters, nice. uh, they've agreed to to play a role in this. And really, it comes down to if you've ever had the <clears throat> I don't know luck of meeting a journalist, we're giant nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes from sitting in these meetings. There's just that there's a process when you're sitting in a, you know, pick your thing. When you're sitting in some board that oversees some budget raised from taxpayer dollars, uh, it sounds scary and it sounds intimidating. And then you go and you quickly realize these are just people. They're just people. Yeah. <laughs> and it suddenly makes civics so much more uh, accessible. What I think Documenters does is it sets up that pipeline in a way that 
uh, previously hasn't been done. So I'm really excited about that. Well, it's it's so needed. I mean, uh, and we we document <clears throat> all the time on this show how important sure. uh, local journalism is, and uh, yeah, and it's it's not getting easier. And so to be <laughs> able to uh, to be able to um, to put your money where your mouth is. I, I was reading through some of the comments on the, and by the way, folks, if you want to learn more about this story and all the other great work that Flatwater uh, produces, flatwaterfreepress.org, uh, Nebraska's very first uh, nonprofit newsroom, no paywall. You can go on there and read their work and read their stories and this story uh, about these documenters. And so anyway, Matt, I was reading through some of the comments, and my goodness, people are excited. Yeah. People are lining up, yeah. it sounded like. Yeah, there's no dearth of, of talent for this, right? Talent, interest, people are hungry for this stuff. Um, and I think we've got a system that's going to invite them in. We want a large core of documenters. Again, we're starting this in Omaha, but the plan is to quickly expand from there uh, and turn to other communities across Nebraska. We don't know what those are yet. You know, Could it be a, a small town? Could it be a place like Lincoln? We're still exploring that, what makes the most sense. Um, there's meat everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that idea kind of belies the, the facts that we all know. This can go anywhere in Nebraska and probably fit a need. There are probably people who want to do it or hungry to do it. There's definitely an information gap there that we can fill. Um, you know, over the past 20 years, Nebraska's lost half of its journalists. Yeah. More than half. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a panacea. This doesn't solve that. That is still a problem that we need to solve. But this does something. This helps push back against kind of the worst, uh, most local, basic um, issues that that raises. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Adam, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, as a as a state senator, you got questions all the time. And of course, you know, look at uh, the continued emphasis in this new session, as I'm sure you're watching, of property taxes. And of course, those property tax decisions are all made at the local level. And, uh, you know, we hear time after time after time of nobody shows up <laughs> uh, no. to these meetings across the across the state to local school boards, local county county boards and uh, who are making those decisions on our uh, property taxes. So uh, that's a challenge. It is a challenge. And, and why we're so excited about teaming up with Flatwater on this is, is, quite frankly, we know that there are so many important decisions that are made on the local level. And even as a state senator, obviously, on the big, you know, hot topic, you know, really controversial issues, we'd have a lot of people show up and testify. But I was always amazed on how many hearings we had on really important topics, how few people they were. Now, part of that is a structural problem. I mean, we have these hearings in the afternoon on a Monday or a Thursday or a Wednesday, (laughs) and people are working, you know, or they're taking care of their kids or they're doing something, right? Um, But also, it's also an issue in the sense that a lot of people just don't know that it's going on. So to have community-based organizations recruiting people, letting them know that there's these meetings going on, and not only that, we'll pay you to go there and take notes and documents and be a part of a broader collection of people that are doing that. It's really important because from the Civic Nebraska perspective, one of our big pillars of civic health is trust in institutions. And if you don't have people engaged and involved in those institutions, but then also holding them accountable and shedding light on what's going on, then, you know, people won't have trust in them and people won't participate in them. And so 
that's why we're excited about this. Yeah, well, and let's face it, there's been a, a concerted effort to tear down those institutions in recent years, both nationally and some of that spread over to our local uh, politics as well. And so, um, yeah, I think uh, I, I just I'm, I'm really excited about this. And I do. I think Civic Nebraska is uniquely positioned to be one of the partners to to help launch this. So so good on you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Matt, a uh, few minutes we have left here. Uh, uh, what else is cooking at uh, Flatwater? Well, we've always got so many. <laughs> we we just had a retreat today. We're putting together kind of our, our list of stories for the year, the topics we're going after. And, you know, uh, not to get too specific or, or certainly too sappy, but it was just such a privilege to have this staff, this mm. world-class staff of reporters yep. able to do this level of work. Um, it's really an honor. But I, I did want to say one thing uh, to build on what Adam said. Yeah. You know, there was a study a couple of years ago um, that was looking at the impact of news deserts, which is always top of mind for me. Um, and one thing they found that I think gets to the heart of why documentary matters in uh, organizations where, or excuse me, in cities and in, in towns and counties where the news organizations go away, where they reduce printing or whatever the case may be, uh, they found that the bond rates that governments borrow, so the amount of taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. spent on the same crap, <laughs> went up by 10 to 12 percentage points. Wow. So nearly having a person there, any person there, wow. just having someone in the room watching, huh. documenting, that has a real impact on taxpayer dollars. Huh. Um, and that's just one way to measure, and is it the best one? I don't know, but it's something. It shows. I mean, what I think they found pretty incontrovertibly um, that this matters, that having someone there has a real impact on how our governments run. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Um, uh, Adam, uh, uh, short time we have left here, a plug for Civic Nebraska. How can people learn more about your organization and what else you guys got cooking here this year? Yeah, well, you can go to civicnebraska.org. Um, so civicnebraska.org, pretty simple. Um, and you can sign up. I mean, we do youth civic leadership programs. We do adult-based programs. We do media literacy, civil discourse. Um, we get people involved from all different political spectrums. Um, and we're really proud of that. And uh, if you're inv- if you're really excited about the legislative session, which I know a lot of your listeners probably are, um, we also track that. You can sign up for updates, particularly on voting issues, um, what's going on, what's up for consideration, and how to get engaged and win. Yeah, and thanks for your work to uh, uh, to hold on to the rules uh, so there weren't many changes uh, to the detriment of the public. So thanks for your work there too from Civic Nebraska. So. Um, Absolutely. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, Matt, Wynn, again, appreciate all your good work and appreciate uh, Matthew coming on every Monday. And uh, Dan, just, always a pleasure. Yeah, just keep it up, my friend. All right, folks, uh, that's the first half of the show. Come on back. We'll fill in some uh, with some uh, news breaks and what else is going on in the community. Uh, but stay tuned for the news and the weather, and we'll be back after this on 1499 KLIN. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where am I selling? at now you're selling with shopify the global commerce platform supercharging your selling you have no problem selling online in person on social media and beyond gary easy on the cha-ching sorry but my shopify sales are through the roof start selling with shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use shopify to ignite their selling sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen shopify.com slash listen Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday edition. We're so delighted you stuck around for the second half of the show. Uh, and my thanks to Mr. Matt Wynn, Executive Director of Nebraska Journalism Trust, which is the parent company, if you will, for Flatwater Free Press, and former State Senator Adam Morfeld, who's the uh, Executive Director of and founder of uh, Civic Nebraska. Uh, they do some really great work across the, country, across the state and uh, keeping people informed. And so, yeah, what a, what a very cool concept of this documenters uh, that they are partnering with some, with some other organizations. Uh, and, uh, yeah, keeping tabs on, uh, on some of these meetings, uh, local uh, political meetings and uh, uh, entities that maybe don't get a lot of, uh, uh, because of the shortage of journalists and uh, the way that uh, the media has changed over the last few years. So anyway, if you're interested in learning more, I'd encourage you to go to flatwaterfreepress.org, read the story, and uh, find how you how you can sign up or learn more about it. It's, it's a very cool project. Um, let me come here, tell you what's coming up on tomorrow's show. Uh, it's Husker basketball uh, versus Ohio State uh, tomorrow. So no show tomorrow. Uh, the pregame with uh, Kent and the gang uh, starts at 5 o'clock. And tip-off uh, is at 6 o'clock. So hopefully uh, the men's basketball team will continue on their winning ways. Uh, exciting year uh, for them. So anyway, don't miss that. And I'll just remind you, we'd love to have you follow us on X and uh, Facebook. You get to have a preview each day if, if I'm on the ball enough of who's coming up on the show that day. And uh, And you can interact with us. We'd love to... Hear your thoughts on on guests and topics, and uh, we'd love to keep the conversation going uh, after hours, if you will. Uh, and if you miss anything, you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like, or just go to klan.com, scroll down on the on the Dan Parsons page, and find the episode you're looking for. Um, well, Johnny, it uh, it is going to get a little, maybe get a little slick out there. And apparently, we've got some fog coming in, so be careful out there, folks. We need you safe. Uh, uh, watch the weather and watch the streets because uh, it's going to get going to get probably refreeze overnight. So quite a day for me to be wearing shorts. I was going to say, it, it, we know it's a heat wave. Johnny puts the shorts back on. <laughs> or, you know, I have a bowling league that night when I'm wearing <laughs> shorts in the wintertime. That's uh, all right. Well, I wanted to uh, take uh, this opportunity. And by the way, if you want to weigh in on anything we talked about in the last episode, uh, last segment, or uh, anything you'd like, 402-479-1400. Uh, love to hear from you, talk or text. But uh, I was just going to make some comments uh, about some of the other political news here in the state that uh, maybe we haven't got to the last few days. Uh, uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but I didn't really talk a lot about it. Uh, 
as you know, a big, big year for politics here in Nebraska and the United States and, and uh, two Senate races. And so Pete Ricketts picked up a, uh, an opponent, uh, last week, uh, former, uh, excuse me, um, um, Preston Love Jr. Uh, announced uh, he's a, uh, a civil civil rights and neighborhood advocate uh, from Omaha. Uh, kicked off his campaign last Wednesday in Omaha to be the Democratic nominee to take on Pete Ricketts in the United States Senate race. And uh, uh, but in the meantime, uh, uh, Senator Ricketts does have a uh, Republican challenger, a uh, gentleman by the name of John Weaver. Uh, is challenging <clears throat> uh, Senator Ricketts in the Republican primary, so he's got to get through that. And um, so we'll keep an eye on that. We'll try to get uh, Preston Love and, and Senator Ricketts on the show here sometime this year to keep you posted on what's going on. And, of course, the other Senate race that we're keeping an eye on, uh, Senator Deb Fisher is up for re-election this year, and and she has one challenger so far, <clears throat> an independent candidate from Omaha, Dan Osborne. Uh, he's a uh, uh, a steam fitter, plumber, if you will, a worker uh, in Omaha. He's running as an independent uh, against Deb Fisher. So we'll keep <clears throat> we'll keep track of both of those races as best we can. And and uh, of course there are. Uh, all three of our congressional seats are up next year as well. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, some news on those fronts uh, over the weekend. Uh, former Tea Party uh, person Dan Fry of Omaha filed late last week <clears throat> excuse me, to challenge uh, Representative Don Bacon of Papillion in the uh, uh, GOP primary this year in the 2nd District. And uh, so this uh, story by uh, Nebraska Examiner, the other nonprofit newsroom here in Nebraska, uh, Aaron Sandiford wrote this story <clears throat> uh, over the weekend. And uh, Mr. Fry uh, is, uh, again, is in, intends to uh, have a, a Republican primary challenge against uh, Don Bacon. Uh, he, uh, some leaders, uh, according to, uh, Aaron Sandifer's story. Uh, some leaders in the Nebraska GOP have said they prefer candidates who express more loyalty to former President Donald Trump than Bacon does. Um, uh, Bacon endorsed Trump in 2016 and 2020, uh, but he has said he would not endorse Trump in the 2024 GOP uh, presidential primary. Uh, Trump, during an unrelated visit, to Nebraska in 2022 called Bacon a bad guy. And uh, so Bacon is running, uh, Congressman Bacon is running for his uh, fifth term in Congress. Uh, of course, retired Air Force Brigadier General. And Dan Fry is a regional sales director for Great American Financial Services with a background in banking uh, uh, <clears throat> and information technology. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, uh, you may remember uh, Dan Fry narrowly lost uh, a shoestring GOP primary uh, in 2014 to then U.S. Representative Lee Terry. Who remembers Lee Terry? Uh, he raised only $51,000. Again, this is uh, from Aaron Sandiford's story in the Nebraska Examiner. Uh, but Bacon, a multi-term incumbent like Terry, 
uh, is sitting on a seven-figure war chest of campaign funds. Uh, Terry, at at that time, uh, Lee Terry faced uh, criticism for supporting uh, a bank bailout. Uh, so uh, this gentleman, Dan Fry, ran against him uh, back in 2014, uh, almost won. Um, again, just uh, reading from Aaron's story, local political observers are mixed on the impact of Republicans embracing or distract, uh, distancing themselves from Trump uh, in the Omaha-based district. Uh, among Republican primary voters, uh, Trump remains very popular. <laughs> Needless to say, he, uh, of course, uh, ran away with the uh, Iowa caucus uh, last week. Was that last week? Yeah, just last week. And, of course, the uh, New Hampshire uh, primary is coming up uh, this Tuesday. And uh, so, anyway, we'll do our best to keep you informed of what's going on uh, with those uh, political campaigns. And, uh, again, I'd encourage you to... Uh, if you, uh, uh, in, in addition to the Lincoln Journal Star and the Omaha World Herald, uh, Nebraska Examiner does a great job of, of following those political races. So, uh, and we'll get uh, Aaron Sandiford and Paul Hamill back on here to talk about some of those uh, races. And of course, uh, speaking of uh, that second district congressional race, uh, Democratic uh, State Senator Tony Vargas of Omaha uh, likely awaits the winner of that GOP primary. Uh, he started his campaign uh, expecting a rematch of a race he lost Bacon by only three percentage points back in 22. Uh, and some say he may fare better in a presidential election year. Uh, and his campaign uh, did not have any immediate comment on this uh, new development of uh, Congressman Bacon getting a, a challenger. Um, and so... Um, yeah, some some Republicans, as you may recall, blamed uh, Dan Fry for Terry losing uh, that 2014 general ele- general election to the late uh, Representative Brad Ashford, uh, who was a Democrat, of course, from Nebraska. And uh, some of the Fry backers have said they are okay <laughs> with Bacon losing a general election to a Democrat. That's how uh, upset some of those people are at. Uh, uh, somebody that would uh, dare not uh, bend the knee to uh, former President Trump. So uh, a spokeswoman, again, this is from the Examiner story, a spokeswoman uh, for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee said the group expected challengers for Bacon uh, because of the way he plays political games. Uh, not sure what that means, but anyway, so we'll get the congressman back on here and uh, I don't know if we'll get all the challengers, but uh, we'll, we'll try to get the, the congressman. We will get the congressman, congressman back on here, and we're due to get uh, Senator Vargas on, too, once he, you know, there, it's a long year, boys and girls, let me tell you. It's only, uh, we're just getting started the first three weeks of January, but uh, we're going to follow. Uh, we're going to follow all these races and try to keep you uh, informed as best we can. And there are several uh, ballot issues that are going to be at least the opportunity for voters to uh, to weigh in on those. So uh, let's talk about a couple of those uh, when we come back, because we've got a guest coming up later in the week on one of those. So, But let's take this little break and uh, come on back. We'll join you then. See you then. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. 
Hey, and welcome back. And we've got some breaking traffic news from Chris Lofgren. Chris. You bet. Uh, situation's 27th and Old Cheney Road, a rescue call. So that's a little more than just an accident. You might want to avoid 27th and Old Cheney Road as LFR and Lincoln Police Department are responding. Okay. Yeah. Chris, thank you for that you update. Bet. Be Absolutely. safe out there, folks. Yep. Yeah. Well, Chris, as long as we got you in the studio, you might yeah. as well gloat a little bit about your Chiefs. Way to go, Chiefs! <laughs> I'll yeah. just be that... standing here rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great game. It was Back a great game. It wasn't, a, it wasn't uh, great for either team, but it was close, and that was the thing that was uh, unique yeah. about it. And they both played about almost mediocre football, which is kind of funny. But at the same time, one call, one missed field goal was really all the difference in that whole yeah. thing. It's yeah. crazy and at how the end, the Kansas, games can come down to yeah, that. Yeah, they yep. uh, missed that field goal and let Kansas City back in the game. Yeah. It was, uh, so, Johnny, our condolences oh, uh, thank for, your, for your Packers and for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to well, have to yeah. clean some stuff up for sure. Or the not Chiefs, says in the Bills. <laughs> uh, now, Grillmaster Chris, did you watch all four games over the weekend? Yeah, most of them. Okay. Yeah. What, bias aside, if yeah. you if you met somebody who like one like DVR'd all all four games, only has time for to watch a game, doesn't have any loyalties to any team, just wants to see the best football game from the weekend. Football game wise, what would you say was the best game? Probably the Packers game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great. It game. It was a good game. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially for a, a seven seed against a one seed. Yeah. And uh, exactly. I mean, there wasn't always a lot of times where San Francisco looked like the one seed there. <laughs> when you get to this time in the season, there's not a big margin between teams. They're yeah. all pretty darn good. Or in some cases, some are handicapped a little bit, and I got to admit, um, Buffalo was missing a few guys. Yes, they were, and that makes a difference. Yeah. But that's that's part of trying to survive the that's season. Part of the game, you know, it yeah. is. It really has become part of the game. Any any predictions on uh, this Sunday? Then, uh, boy, I, some good games. I, it's really good games, and I. It's just gonna. It's probably gonna be penalties, turnovers. Yeah, probably going to be the, the yeah. bigger factors. I, I think I I, you, both teams can make great plays. I tell you what, uh, the, the Swifties have to just be thrilled of the continued uh, <laughs> notoriety of the family. <laughs> I, I get the biggest kick out of seeing that, and yeah. I, I think uh, I think it's great, especially for Taylor. I. If we all remember, you know, she started as a very young girl yeah. in the music industry. Yeah. So she didn't have that, oh, what do you want to say, that uh, uh, formative years of maybe a college career and some of that and where you're, yeah. you're hanging out with your sorority girls or your That's dorm true. friends or whatever. Yeah. So I almost see this as being that opportunity for her to have some fun and really get to experience uh, an athletic event uh, or some unique thing outside of her career. She's been living that career forever. Well, and and the fans that she has brought to the NFL and uh, the fans that have been brought to her her music. uh, And, but boy, she had some competition with her possible future (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law. Jason Kelsey kind of stole the show. He was having fun. He was... 
he was uh, away from his element and could just soak up all the good that was going on there. In in the suite, bare chested. <laughs> It was. It was hilarious. I saw some Twitter uh, or some X uh, uh, posts where he yeah. was picking up little girls that were standing out there trying to get a glimpse of of Taylor, yeah. and he'd pick them up and and host them up on his shoulders so they could see and hold up a sign for Taylor. Oh, the, fun! Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. That's it's neat. a lot of fun. You bet. Uh, well, Chris, thanks for thanks for the update. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Be careful out there. It, and it is like you said already. It's going to refreeze overnight, and yeah. and not only streets but sidewalks driveways parking lots are going to be slick You're and we're going to have, gonna to have uh, fog too yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing it's going to coat everything yeah yep yeah be careful very good all right chris thank you very Thanks, much Dan. Yeah. um well yes yeah, so let me just tell you what's uh, coming up uh, for the rest of the week as i mentioned uh, tomorrow the husker men's basketball team is going to take on those iowa ohio state excuse me uh and it is um it's an away game, right, Johnny? Yes, it's an away game. And uh, according to the board there, I think that's what that means. That's, uh, I think. Somebody correct me if it's not an away game. I believe tomorrow is a home game. Oh, it is. Because if you look down at the women's basketball game for Saturday, it says at oh, Iowa. So that would be uh, away. Okay. So I believe so tomorrow's is game, game is a home game. I beg your pardon. Thank you for, I was just... Uh, yeah, I couldn't decipher that on the board. Okay, so anyway, tomorrow, uh, men's basketball game, so no show tomorrow. Uh, but on Wednesday, uh, talking about uh, the 2024 uh, big election year here in Nebraska, uh, we will have, uh, most likely, several ballot issues to vote on. But one of those uh, that is trying to get on the ballot is, of course, the medical marijuana uh, uh, issue, uh, medical cannabis. And uh, so we're going to have Krista Eggers, uh, the director, the campaign manager for the medical cannabis uh, uh, campaign is going to be on the show on Wednesday. And also joining us, uh, Alain Sampson uh, from Matt Talbot. So we'll, uh, we'll look forward to that. And of course, Thursdays, our friend Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. And mark on your calendars, if you are a, uh, a movie buff, uh, the Academy Award nominations come out uh, sometime this week, either I think maybe Wednesday. Um, and so on Friday's Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, uh, we're going to welcome into the studio uh, Kent Wolgamott from the Lincoln Journal Star. And Kent, as you know, long time, long time uh, movie, uh, arts, music uh, review uh journalist and so uh mr kent wolgamott is going to join us in studio on friday and we'll start breaking down uh the uh, academy award nominees so that'll be fun so anyway there's the schedule for the rest of the week we uh deeply appreciate uh you tuning in and listening and if you miss anything obviously uh, catching us on the uh on the flippity flop on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like so um but yes we are going to continue to talk about some of these uh, ballot issues um of course the one uh, one is already qualified for the ballot that is uh, continues to be uh in the news and that is uh, uh the effort by the legislature passed a bill to uh help fund uh, private schools um, <clears throat> in the uh, <clears throat> in the so the legislature passed that and then there's been an effort uh, to put that on the ballot uh, it will be on the ballot 
<clears throat> as long as there isn't some legal reason to keep it off the ballot. Uh, there's still some questions about that. So we'll get to vote uh, on that important issue as well. And that, and there's many other, uh, I kind of pulled up here, Nebraska Cannabis uh, is obviously <clears throat> uh, one that we're, uh, we, we mentioned, uh, excise uh, taxes, uh, excise taxes, consumption or excise taxes called the EPIC uh, <clears throat> is uh, being circulated to see if it can uh, qualify for the ballot. Uh, and then um, uh, mentioned the medical cannabis paid sick leave is an initiative that's uh, ballot initiative that's being circulated uh, to see if that makes it on the ballot. And uh, the right to an abortion constitutional amendment is also uh, being circulated. So we'll keep track of all those to see if they qualify for the ballot uh, coming up uh, later later in the year come november and of course the primary is in may so well uh we're delighted that you chose to tune in again my thanks to matt Wynn and former state senator adam morfeld and uh have a wonderful evening be safe out there and we'll see you back here on wednesday now go do good things we'll see you then <laughs>